Retrospective Scooby-Doo podcast. Hello, I'm Lucy. I'm Charlotte. This is episode three, mm. and the first time we switched the introduction round. Which yeah, is scary. I'm letting you. I'm letting you take on a bit more of the power, the responsibility, <laughs> and this stake. I think it's. I think it's good. Okay. I think it's time for you to really step up <laughs> to your role as co-host. <laughs> Do some work for once. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I just, I just want you to be my partner in this business. Yeah, just in the business and in life. <laughs> Thank you. Good. <laughs> Forever. Um, this is episode three, and we have got four more episodes of Scooby Doo to talk through. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did you, how did you feel this week? Uh, I liked it? these ones. They were- I liked the lack of any motives and all. <laughs> <laughs> they are all very esoteric. I think mm-hmm. they're just. They're very spooky, but not like very mystery-ish. Yeah, I like some of them were a little scarier this yeah. week. I can't even remember what happens in like three of them, but I'm just gonna be reminded as we as we uh-huh. go through the notes. Okay, uh-huh. so starting with episode nine, the backstage rage. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, um, so it starts much like a couple of the other ones. It's Shaggy and Scooby walking at night alone yeah. with a pizza. Yeah. And Chaggy openly admits that it's kind of a spooky night. Huh? Yeah, it's always a spooky night. I have never seen them in daylight. No, I don't think any of the episodes have been in daylight. <laughs> no, they, this is part of my um, theory that they're vampires and can't actually go out I like in the that. daytime. They are just like um, the Cullens. Was <laughs> <laughs> that all like they're related but kind of together? Yeah, they're like kind of weird dynamic they like, have going Yeah, on. yeah, they all live in the mystery machine. And. Um, <laughs> They uh, they can't go out in the daylight, mm. and they're they're all mysterious, and everyone no no one wants to date them. No one wants to date them. That's why no they have to date, to date each them. other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like the Cullens. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're eating a pizza. Scooby's whistling, which I didn't know dogs could do, but apparently yeah, he, he doesn't. Can. He's not able to whistle later on in the episode, so it's continuity is <laughs> continuity error minimal I'm putting it in IMDB I'm going in like the co- you know where it's like goofs it's yeah. like huh, at minute 23 <laughs> Scooby can't whistle where at minute 5 he can mm-hmm. uh, Shaggy's like I want to eat this pizza now and so he like starts spinning it on his finger and then Scooby eats it because yeah. he's an asshole he says um, the pizza is driving me wild and he's like I always wanted to be a pizza chef which okay Shaggy, um, it's like you can do that. Yeah, you're like seventeen. It sort of implies that he's already got a career. Yeah, which he kind of. Fred does? forces them to stay as mystery solvers the rest all, of their life. They're all Fred's like indentured workers. <laughs> no they're allowed no to school. leave. He's adopted them. He's like um, Carlisle. Carlisle. All right. And he's adopted them and turned them into vampires. But because of that, they can't leave him, and he forces them to solve mysteries with him. Oh shit! <laughs> Why else would Shaggy and Scooby keep going along with it? That's true. Mm-hmm. They're not suited as friends. They bought Scooby, who's magical. He's like a werewolf. Mm. He's Jacob. 
Horrifying. To, to keep Shaggy company. <laughs> Does that because is, he doesn't like being there. Shaggy Edward? Yes. Daph- what? Daphne's got to be Rosalie. Yeah. Wait. So Shaggy, Shaggy is Edward. Is Scooby Bella? I hate that. <laughs> I hate that if he's, he is. He's the non-vampire. He's, he's clumsy. He's so depressed. Yeah. He's clumsy and he's like scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Which you know that's Bella. Yeah. I guess it's a lot of strange. I hate the implications. <laughs> we all hate the implications. Let's move on. Okay, so there's a shady guy. He's a silhouette, mm-hmm. and he's uh, is in a car, and he's got like a violin case, mm-hmm. and it goes past, and the violin case falls out the car, and they pick it up. And Shaggy opens it. Um, we were sat there like, oh, what do we think the violin case is? We thought is it might be, be a of? gun. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was full of money. 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 Yeah. Shaggy gives the violin case to Scooby and then phones the rest of the gang in a panic from like a telephone box. Yeah, Scooby to guard the money. Which Scooby stood there in that weird squat he does with his, <laughs> and like holding the violin case as far away from him as possible. Like, Imagine if someone were to take this from me. Sure, hope no one takes this money from (laughs) my hands. That would be bad. Yeah. And then a car appears, and next to the car is another sexy poodle. Scooby's got a thing for sexy poodles. Scooby's like, ooh, what a sexy poodle. And the sexy poodle has got a little hurt paw, so he goes off to talk to her. Mm. But it's a gambit, and while he's trying to talk to the poodle, the money disappears and gets mm. yunked up. And then he turns around, and then the poodle just flies upwards. Yeah, the poodle which levitates. Is very up. mysterious. We're all like, what the fuck? We're all kind of <laughs> confused. <laughs> um, um, and then the car drives off. Mm-hmm. The guy got his money back. And the gang all appears, and Scooby tells them that he goofed. <laughs> and uh, Shaggy goes, but where's the violin case full of money? Just in case you forgot <laughs> what's been happening in like the five minutes this episode's been going. <laughs> they find the um, then it was called the wooden top of a puppet that you use yeah, to like control the it. The bit. Yeah, they find that, and on the back of it, it says Pietro's puppets. Mm-hmm. This is kind of happens after Fred chastises Scooby for having emotions. Yeah, Fred's like, oh, oh it was a female dog <laughs> you were after. Oh, a female dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they realize that the dog must have been a puppet, which is really weird. Because it's really realistic. It's, it's just a dog. Yeah. Which means Scooby was just like, mm, a sexy puppet, which is mm. interesting. <laughs> they say, it doesn't hold together. Why would there be money and a puppet? How could they be related? <laughs> Unless counterfeiters! <laughs> yeah. The like, natural <laughs> conclusion from puppets and money. <laughs> I guess because they're like artistically both difficult. And there's like skill involved with both. I mean... I guess. This is the only answer I could come up with. It's a, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, so they're like, oh, only one place this could be. So they head down to the Strand Theatre. Which is where Pietro... The puppets. Yeah, is. that's where they and, come from. Uh, there's a there's a doorman inside just fucking around with a puppet. Yeah, and his glasses aren't actually physically on his face. They're like yeah. halfway on his face. They were, they're like coming up with a plan outside and they're like, how mm. can we infiltrate this theatre? Let's audition Scooby. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always use Scooby. If they didn't have Scooby, they would honestly be so bad at everything. I know. He does do a lot in this series. He does series. so much work. In all the other series, he's just like a mascot. In this one, he does like all of it. 70% of yeah. the, the hard work. <laughs> I don't think Fred really does anything. He occasionally makes a chat, but he barely finds clues. Yeah. He's not the brain power. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's the muscle. 
I guess. Every group has to have a Chad. <laughs> and it's not shaggy. He's the sex so. appeal. Yeah. This is like, I'm Fred and I'm blonde. Also, he's Carlisle, so mm. he turned them. So they, they go in and ask the doorman who's messing around with the puppet, are you a puppet master? Like Daphne asks mm-hmm. him. And he says, no, I just fiddle around with them for a hobby. Which is a lot. Um, just the way he's holding the puppet. Don't like the implications. <laughs> and uh, the puppet goes, you're okay with a me, pop. And then looks yeah, at the camera. Looks at the camera. And looking very The studio horrified. audience is like, ha! And me and Lucy are like, no. <laughs> Please. The, the, implications. the implications <laughs> this man does stuff with his puppet so they that's ask the yeah <laughs> he fucks puppets that's the joke it's yeah. canon it's canon um, um, they ask to audition Scooby but it turns out it is a strictly puppet, puppet based mm. theatre show uh, they, Scooby goes to check out one of the puppets it's a witch it moves on its own which is fine yeah, they're oh. gonna leave, and he's like, "I'll oh, go we'll put Johnny away." There's a point. They're in the room, and then Shaggy and Fred notice like a twenty dollar note sticking out of a chest of drawers, mm. and they're like, "Oh shit!" Just like in the violin case. Yeah, so they take this money. Yeah, and then they're like, "Okay, gang, we gotta go now." And they're like, "But what about the audition?" And they're like, "We gotta go," mm-hmm. and they run out to the van, and they're like, "We found this counterfeit money," and Velma looks at it. Yeah. And for some reason, she can tell the difference between real and fake bills. And she's like, yeah. She's like, no, this is a real bill. So what actually happened was they just stole $20 off this guy. Yeah. In the 60s. She goes, in my expert opinion, it's genuine. (laughs) Thelma's an expert in all sciences. (laughs) (laughs) So they just nicked 20 quid off this guy in what was like the 60s. I don't know how much that was worth in the 60s. They say it's like some sort of mad gambit where he put the money there. So they would see that it was real and then they'd like stop investigating. Think there's nothing fishy going on because they found real money, but which is extremely confusing. Because <laughs> it's way more likely that the guy just had 20 quid in a Yeah, he drawer. could have just left 20 quid. It's just where he his, keeps his in his stuff. home. Yeah. But no, Galaxy <laughs> Brain, it's, uh, it's a plot. They're trying to get one over on these children. So they go in. They go back. Yeah, they just they're break like, in. Time to yeah. They're like the door is unlocked. Let's go in. Same <laughs> because before they had that whole elaborate plan to audition Scooby and then get into the theater that way. Yeah, and then they just abandon it and break in because apparently that's easier. And I guess it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, man's asleep. Puppet is also asleep. Uh, what are we looking for? Yeah, the doorman is cuddling the puppet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we saw that in Charlotte whispered postcoital. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the puppet was asleep on him. Yeah. It was romantic. <laughs> I don't want to know. No. But now I know. <laughs> now we all know. Mm. Now we know. Um, then the whole sequence becomes very mm. Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Shaggy's like, well, you should look for clues. I'll go through this door. He opens a door and it's like a door that's not connected to anything. Mm. And there's a spooky man behind the door. But when he opens it, the spooky man goes upwards. And he closes and goes, nope, nothing there. And it goes back down again. It's just and Bell's like, stop messing around. And he laughs. And I don't really get what the joke is. I, it's only for the audience because he can't see the man raising up. But the live then, studio audience was loving I, it. Bell <laughs> they'd like, stop is that a joke I don't know it's very strange <laughs> um, and then the whole door falls down because it's pushed by the um, the puppet master who's mm. a man in a cloak 
mm. and a spooky mask. We haven't seen him yet. I think he he is there. He's in the rafters because he pushes it over mm. onto Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, but he like Buster Keaton's it, so the, <laughs> the open doorway falls where he where he is, so yeah. he doesn't actually die. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> He'd probably survive anyway. Worse things happen to him regularly. All the time. Anvils. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're all looking around the theatre for clues and Daphne and Velma are off and yeah. Fred's sort of trailing behind them. And then, like, sandbags start dropping mm. from the rafters. It's very, yeah. like, that would kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. So the stakes are high. Yeah, and um, they're like, oh, there's really bad safety here. But Velma looks at it and is like, nope, these ropes have been cut and ropes don't cut themselves. <laughs> so, the smartest one of them all. Oh, she's so wise. Her <laughs> mind. Um, yeah. Um, and then SNS are in the wardrobes. Yeah. Wardrobe department. They're having fun trying on costumes. Yeah. Uh, Scooby finds a box. It's got a clown in just like a jack-in-the-box yeah uh shaggy tells him to stop clowning around the audience laughs <laughs> me and lucy don't <laughs> <laughs> there's a point in the scene where shaggy tries on um a mask a hat and a cloak mm-hmm. and it's the same thing we've seen the puppet master who's yeah. trying to kill them wearing yeah and he i this freaked me out actually. yeah yeah, yeah. No, it was like legit spooky, yeah um because it's just like a shot of shaggy like holding the cape up to his face and then scooby looks over at him and he's like woo and then he turns around and there's like no music or anything no he's just there in the corner there's just the puppet master in the corner with his cape up in the same way just staring at them yeah and scooby's seeing that whole like oh there's is, two shaggy is it a mirror <laughs> yeah but i was sort of sat well, there like it's not they look different oh. they always look different yeah <laughs> that was a little spooky i thought and then yeah. he looks back and he's gone and it's like ah they run away mm-hmm because Shaggy's like oh there's two of me there's a scary man let's run away (laughs) Daphne and Velma are exploring the stage yeah they're on the stage Um, Velma looks to the pulpit is that what they're called? it's um, a prompter's box prompter's box it's called and uh, there's a creepy laugh and they're like this is a creepy laugh it came from that pulpit box not me saying it (laughs) Uh, a creepy laugh came from that prompter's box Scooby and Shaggy are like, oh, there was a scary man. And they're like, yes, we saw him in the, in the box. You should go down there. <laughs> Scooby. <laughs> and Scooby doesn't want to. So Daphne throws the Scooby snack down the uh, prompter's box. And like a dog, uh, Scooby just runs in and he's like, that was a dirty trick, which it was. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about their dog. No, there's uh, nothing there. They go down there and there's a bunch of instrument cases. And they're all it's empty. like a hundred violin cases yeah. just under the stage. Yeah. they're just they're just there yeah Uh, and they're like oh nothing here and then a spooky organ starts to play Mm. so they go back onto the stage and then suddenly a viking drops down from the ceiling and they're all like oh a viking (laughs) and then he like levitates up and we're sat there thinking oh it's a it's It's a a puppet (laughs) but they don't realise it's a puppet at this point and Velma goes I don't like looking for clues anymore (laughs) which is very sad Velma yeah the same thing happens with both a pirate and the poodle poodle to begin with but they all just fly off oh I think they um, no Scooby catches the dog yeah and they're like there goes that canine matter Harry yeah and then in the yeah that was a really weird reference that I didn't get well I think it was more relevant for them matter Harry she was quite famous okay um, <laughs> um, they find a printing plate for a twenty bill yeah. note in but, in the dog, and they all recognise it for yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, yes. Uh, well, I guess they can see that it's got the sort of I suppose, dollar markings yeah. on it. Um, they go back to where the old man is, and he's a puppet. <laughs> he's been a puppet. It was a puppet, time. which is so disturbing. <laughs> I. D- 
The logistics of that is very just impressive. Just the idea of not knowing it's a puppet yeah. you're talking to and having a full conversation with them while the puppet also has a puppet. Yeah. He really is the puppet master. Have you seen Dead Silence? The no. horror film. Okay. It's similar to that. Is that a puppet? Um, it's like ventriloquist dummies. And then there's at one oh. point, like, he goes to visit, like, this old man who might be his dad. I can't remember. And, and like, this woman's just, like, controlling his dead body and making it look like a oh, puppet. Oh, no, I don't that's, like that's that. That's what this I, reminds I don't me don't like that. <laughs> that is spooky. Yep. But they're like, oh, okay, uh, let's go back to the room with all the violins <laughs> for some reason. And they're um, like, Fred's like, okay, let's look for anything out of the ordinary. And this mm-hmm. is where the animation was really funny because... It's always like this. It's always the like painted background. Everything blends in very nicely to the art and that. And then the camera pans across and we see this massive heart case that is so clearly separated from the background yeah it's in a completely different animation style because everything they interact with has to be in a different style yeah (laughs) so obvious it's just in the foreground um they open the heart and it's a secret passage again i love secret passages in things me too it's like the wine cask from never ape and ape man Mm -hmm. or the um safe there's in the uh, minor 49er one yeah there's yeah. so many of these there is they're really good <laughs> we know so much about Scooby-Doo now. I know um, the, the puppet master starts yelling you know my secret <laughs> uh, I fuck my puppets no <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it's not a secret um, they climb up the ladder uh, and uh, where are we and uh, then the man he stamps on the trapdoor yeah, they the come. The ladder. They, the ladder will come up under the stage, but then he traps them underneath for yeah. about five seconds before getting bored or something and mm-hmm. running off. Yeah, and then they all push together. He's only one man, and they all push really hard, but he's gone, so it's super embarrassing for them. Um, <laughs> and they're, they're back on the stage, and the Viking returns, and then also a pirate, and they're like, wait, they're puppets. It's like, yeah we knew that we been knew how did you not realize they've all been puppets so far they keep appearing and disappearing um scooby chases the puppet master and they're like oh scooby-doo's got him on the run um and they chase him through the rafters until he falls into a drum and like a trombone lands on his head and it's super fun yeah shaggy slams him with a tuba yeah and it's um it turns out that the villain was Pietro of Pietro's yeah. puppets the yeah. whole time. He's just a <laughs> he's a puppet man. <laughs> he grew up when he was a ch- when he was a child. He was sat in his room thinking, "What do I want to do with my life?" Mm-hmm. And he had two career options, and there was puppet master mm-hmm. and counterfeiter. Counterfeiter. And he was like, "Why not both?" Yeah, working on a stoss. Combine the two jobs. Yeah, um, and he's just arrested. <laughs> And that's just what happens. And then they turn and Scooby-Doo's wearing like a cape and a hat super dramatically. And they do the old what a ham thing. Yeah. Which is just a running joke that they do all the time, which the later series do seem to drop. Yeah. I don't, is that, was that a phrase in the 60s? What a ham. What a ham. Yeah. Is that a phrase now? Yeah. Oh. Did you not know that? I mean, I kind of sort of thought it was, but I've never heard anyone use it. Well, it's kind of old fashioned. It means someone who's like an overactor. Mm. Um hammy acting is when you like Oh, I know about hammy acting. Yeah, it's the same thing. I see. <laughs> I can't believe you did I know. only took me nine episodes before oh I asked God. about it. <laughs> I'm just pretending I know what this means. I just it's thought fine. it was like one of those things you get from context. Just like he, he's, yeah. he's pork. I mean no, not that, but like 
How silly. Okay. What a ham. What a ham. No, he's just, <laughs> he's just an overactor who's always very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Which he is. Yeah, and that's episode nine. Let's move on to episode ten. Bedlam, Bedlam in, in the, the big top. top. Immediately after seeing the title, I was like, oh, it's going to be a circus. And lo and behold, it opens with a scary clown. Like, first shot of the episode is just this creepy clown yeah. in the bushes at night again. He's, because... like, red and black, and he's got a super freaky face. Mm. And Red and black goth. Yeah, he's a goth clown. You're like, <laughs> oh, here we go with the spooky clown. His design, if it was real, was genuinely scarier than, like, scarier than both it films. Yeah. In my opinion. It I think creepy. he's a very scary clown. I think it's because it's more, like, traditional clown looking. Mm. Like, the it clown's very, like hey I'm a clown but I've also been dragged through a sewer yeah (laughs) (laughs) also big forehead this clown is scarier Uh, long riding along on a tandem bicycle is the strong man and the small man Mm. and they're um, a gay couple they are they're in love (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's the only bike they have in the circus Uh, (laughs) but they're riding along and then the clown is watching them from the bushes and suddenly it breaks in the middle and they're both careening out of control. <laughs> and that's when the mystery machine appears in view. It's, well, it's a bit, yeah, the mystery machine appears. And I was thinking, oh shit, the mystery van's going to run him. them over. Nope. Uh, it just sort of, they sort of end up in different directions and then in the same direction and then they hit each other somehow. Yeah. yeah. Which is complicated. Um, one of the mystery gang goes, dig that crazy drag race. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Yeah, the little man ends up in a tree. Yeah, uh, falls on, but he falls on Scooby, so he's fine. And yeah. Scooby like runs around, and they're like, "Oh, you're some cow pony," which okay, <laughs> my favorite colloquial what, what's expression. A cow pony? <laughs> um, um, and then the strong man alludes to the fact that their tandem broke through sabotage, <laughs> and then they're leaving the circus basically because mm. it's under a curse. Yeah, um, or a jinx. So they go to the circus to see what's going on needs investigating and they meet Mr. Barnstorm yeah the circus owner which is potentially a play on Mr. Barnum yeah I think so he's definitely presented very positively yeah which you know fine yeah so the strong man and the small man are called Max and Samson in the other order Um, uh, but the circus can't open now because too many of the acts have left because there's a ghost clown and he's appeared and it's well known in the industry that when a ghost clown appears, it's all over for your circus. What? That's the thing I don't understand about this because he just looks like a normal clown. There is nothing. This is the same thing for most of the villains yeah, in Scooby Doo. Why actually. is he a ghost clown yeah. rather than just a scary clown? Because he's not dead. He's not presenting himself he as a ghost. He floats sometimes. He floats once. Yeah, I know. But end. maybe he's floated before. Okay, that's true. That's true. We don't know his floating history. Shouldn't judge. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, apparently when he's around, trapezes become undone. Um, lions become scared pussy cats. Animal cruelty, just saying. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the gang hears this and they're like, "Let's all go home." Yeah. But... And they just fucking go home. <laughs> yeah, they're about to leave, and yeah. then the clown find Scooby mm. and hypnotizes him to make... just left Scooby there yeah they're in the car driving back and they're then like, they're Scooby's like not hang here. on a second where's the dog <laughs> so that says something about their friendship I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah so the clown hypnotizes Scooby to make him do the high wire act yeah. which he does quite successfully it's sort of the thing where if you've been hypnotized and you believe you can do it you can instantly do it yeah and I guess 
for this it works i don't know if it would really work i don't know like hypnosis science yeah but i don't i think you can only do things if you want to do them i think that's something to do with hypnosis uh but he's doing it really well he's going up and down the high wire and it's really cool and they're all yelling at him scooby get down and it's like well it's just leave him it's only velma and shaggy that have gone back to save him fred and daphne aren't with them at all i think they've gone in the opposite direction to look for him in a different Uh. place um, and then the the clown makes some. I think he blows a whistle, and whenever he does, Scooby does like a somersault mm. on the trapeze. It's super impressive. Yeah. Velma and Shaggy rush to put like a trampoline under him so they can catch him if he falls. Yeah. Velma manages to break him out of the trance, but then he freaks out immediately. Mm. And Shaggy, <laughs> shit, yeah. Um, Shaggy throws him an umbrella, yeah. which he then uses as a parachute. Which is as he it's falls. fine, um, and the ghost clown is like the power of the ghost clown is great, yeah. <laughs> which is fun. Way to toot your own bugle. Yeah, they all land on the trampoline somehow and yeah. bounce hijinks and shoe. Yeah, I've written hijinks, high wire jinx. Yep. Scooby. There's a bit of an up moment featuring Scooby and some balloons. Oh yeah, Scooby's in balloons and he's floating up, and it goes on for ages with the ghost clown trying to throw darts at the balloons, mm. and Scooby like going up, and then another balloon breaks, and he goes up again, and then stops, until basically just all the balloons pop and Scooby falls, and they try and catch him in a parachute, but he just goes straight through. Yeah, and dies. Injuring him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, scene cuts to Fred and Daphne have been absent the entire time, and they start following the ghost clown. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he hypnotizes Daphne. Yeah, first he shuts Fred in a closet. Oh, yeah. So Fred's looking in a closet and the clown just like pushes him in because he's not worth hypnotizing. They all get hypnotized apart from him. And Fred doesn't have enough personality to hypnotize He's just him. got no interest in Fred. He's not a natural performer. He has no charisma. Fred does not have a soul. I think you have to have a soul to be hypnotized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Daphne's hypnotized <laughs> and told she'll do um, as she is told. Fred's in the closet. Fred's in the closet still <laughs> forever. Um, <laughs> um, so the others are watching and suddenly Daphne appears on a unicycle. unicycle. She's uh, like a tank on that unicycle. She's good. She's going <laughs> eyes straight ahead, no facial expression. Arms folded. <laughs> Arms folded, her legs just fucking going. Mm, sonic. Yeah. She goes so fast. <laughs> it's amazing. They try and catch her and there's a bit where like they try and like catch her with a blanket by putting it in her way and she yeah. just keeps going yeah she just keeps going it doesn't impede her progress in any way her, her legs are so strong Daphne is the strongest of them all yeah thighs of steel yeah and they all get pushed into instruments and then she heads away into the menagerie and there's a bunch of elephants and they're all like holding each other's tails and she goes up and down the elephants yeah like a bunch of and they're times. all very chill about it mm. Um, and then it's revealed that Scooby speaks elephant. Yeah, he speaks elephant. So human, dog, elephant, all the same. All the same, like all the languages that Scooby. Scooby knows. is so useful. He is. Yeah, and he persuades the elephant to spray Daphne with water. First, it sprays Scooby because it misunderstands, but he corrects her, and it it does as he asks and sprays Daphne with um, water, mm. and she wakes up. And um, they're like, Daphne, you're okay now, and she's like, Why am I in costume and all <laughs> wet? <laughs> Um, Fred, Daphne remembers nothing, but then Fred somehow also gets free. Yeah. Out of the c- closet that he was in. Yeah. Fred comes out. He, Fred comes out of the closet. Um, <laughs> and they decide to try and catch the ghost clown in a cage using Scooby as bait. He's so keen to use his friends as bait. Every <laughs> he is never time. bait, which is interesting because why are they more appealing to ghosts than he is? Do ghosts like dogs? Yeah. I suppose it's like in horror movies, dogs are always like yeah. the first ones to go. I guess so. 
Yeah, or like cats. Cats yeah. get killed a lot in like horror films. Mm. I suppose. Scooby doesn't want to do it, but rather than a Scooby snack this time, they have a super duper hero sandwich. Um, which Shaggy is instantly like, I won the fucking sandwich. <laughs> I'm a really good runner. I run track. Let me be bit. Yeah, so um, that's odd as well because we know he's not only the swingiest gymnast in their school, but he runs track. So Shaggy's, Shaggy's like, like a fucking athlete. Shaggy's a skinny jock. He is. Oh my god, Shaggy was the jock all along. Fred is just the weird kid. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Real subversion of the genre. Yeah. He's just, yeah, he's a skinny jock. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they both want the sandwich, so they're both going to be bait. But um, yeah, when they're trying to track the ghost, uh, Shaggy gets hypnotized. He gets hypnotized by the clown and told to do lion taming. Mm. And really all he does when he's in the cage of the lion is whip it. Yeah. And we're sort of what this guy's on for like five minutes, just him there's like one animation. It's just him like vaguely whipping. gesturing a chair at it while whipping and yeah. saying Stay back, Simba. Yeah. Uh etc. It's called Simba, which this is before Lion King. Yeah. Is Simba like Simba a does lion mean name? I think Simba means lion. Okay, okay. I think. I feel like I saw that somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know, I should research it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the ghost refers to himself constantly yeah. um, as the ghost clown. So he doesn't say, I'm going to do this. He says, the ghost clown has got you now, etc., etc. And then he tells Shaggy when he blows the whistle, he will become a snack rather than a lion tamer. But luckily, Shaggy is woken up by Scooby. Mm-hmm. I've written down there's a narrow escape from the three animation lion. I also wrote down lion has three animations. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just like one poor swipe. Yeah. moving slightly forward mm-hmm. and growling yeah Shaggy is in the cage and Scooby tells him to get out and then suddenly he's gone and he's behind Scooby because he's that fast <laughs> so I really do believe him that running track but I also believe he is a superhero he's a vampire and that's because he that's how he runs he's Edward so fast he's Edward yeah because I remember even in Twilight they were like yeah Edward's the fastest of us Edward's so fast. the parallels this is so real can see where Stephanie Meyer got her inspiration <laughs> from god she, she's such a hack um <laughs> Um, yeah. so it's time to catch the ghost in the cage yes so they got the cage and the ghost is flying and he <laughs> flies he into the cage now. yeah he can fly and he's in the cage and then suddenly he's no longer in the cage and we're and like, like it's a projection <laughs> because it's always a projection but it's not yeah and then they they're like what do we do now and then Shaggy and Scooby are like we've come up with the smartest plan of all which they have they which... have they're so good <laughs> um, so they tr- they get the clown in the big top tent and then they sort of get him to start hypnotising them mm. and then they hold up mirrors in front of their faces and the clown doesn't realise <laughs> that they're holding up mirrors <laughs> he keeps going yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's just, like, hypnotising himself actively. He's there, like, become a chimp, and then, lo and behold... He becomes a chimp. Mm-hmm. And they lead him away on a little string, which they've <laughs> somehow tied around him. <laughs> I, from somewhere. Clown lead. Yep. Um, this, I think, had the best ending of yeah. all of the episodes we watched, because they get the clown into the cage on wheels, like, one of those circus mm-hmm. ones to put animals in. And they're like talking to the policemen who have arrived. And they're like, who is this? And he's like, it's Harry the Hypnotist. Of course. <laughs> he's in prison for theft and wanted revenge. Yeah. Like, 
Is he wanted in a number of states? No, that was a different one. There's another one where they oh, wanted yeah. to Oh, yeah, I was wrong. One is I, the, next the next one. one is the best reveal. Yeah. This one was good, though, because it was a completely unseen character. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's a hypnotist, which is <laughs> obvious because he was hypnotizing people. But there's... Okay. He wants revenge on the he circus? Was, he was caught stealing things from the from circus. From the circus and was like, Got let put go. in jail and then got released and then was like okay the next logical step in my revenge plan is to dress up as a ghost clown and scare people Same. the thing is okay <laughs> is that his plan was working all the other performers had left the circus yeah and the circus was closing why then would he <laughs> steal a dog hypnotize it to do like weird tricks yeah and then force the kids who were investigators to come back <laughs> shit yeah because the, the circus would have closed yeah he brought all this on himself he really. did he's a fucking idiot they always do this this was funny because it was like the first episode that one of our friends was watching when we sat down and watched these and he was sat there like wait who <laughs> we haven't seen this character yet and it's just like yeah that yeah. is how this series it, it's is sometimes like that <laughs> life is full of surprises uh, yeah and it ends with the circus on again which is nice yeah and, um, Sam's- the animal abuse continues hooray <laughs> Uh, Samson is lifting dumbbells and he's like oh it's heavy and they're like there's no way he can lift it and uh, he lifts it up and um, the dumbbell balls open and Shaggy and Scooby are in there so that's like a knock Mm. against their weight apparently and (laughs) Velma again goes what a pair of hands (laughs) no Fred says it oh does Fred say it yeah Fred says what a pair of hands God, they all agree. <laughs> that was fun. It was fun. There was a lot of fun. So I love a ghost crown, and the puppets too. are also scary, so they were both kind of freaky, freaky. episodes. Okay, episode uh, eleven. Episode eleven. A gaggle of galloping ghosts. Mm. Nice alliteration. Gaggle of galloping ghosts. Gaggle of galloping ghosts. Gaggle, gaggle, gaggle of galloping ghosts. <laughs> Gaggle of galloping ghosts. It's a gaggle of galloping ghosts that you know. I didn't know it was the you gaggle of galloping well, ghosts. Now you do know that it's a gaggle of giggling ghosts. <laughs> I giggle over. I gaggle of giggling galloping ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, listen, listen. Okay. So I put. We open. Mm-hmm. A solitary wolf man looks over his secluded castle rampart. <laughs> I mean that's right I mean that's how it I just wrote wolfman exclamation point I was looking back at my (laughs) notes like what the fuck Um, and the gang are driving towards the castle and what time of day is it it's night time tourist visiting hours Um, (laughs) they are going to Franken castle uh, which was transported stone by stone from Transylvania of course yeah which is great Um, yeah this is a point (laughs) so yeah I, who mentions that? Velma mentions that it was transported stone by stone from Transylvania. Mm-hmm. And then Daphne says, oh no, have you heard all those stories about werewolves in Transylvania? And it's just a bit like, I mean, it's not the first creature I associate with Transylvania. Yeah, no, they're like, werewolves come from Transylvania. It's like, do they? <laughs> I thought that was, thought that was just vampires. Is it? But no, I mean, it's Frankencastle, so... We're going multi, yeah. uh, multi-monster multi in this one. Yeah, there's a gaggle of them. But first of all, they end up in a fortune teller's caravan. Yeah, just on the way. They're like, let's have ah. a stop and have our palms red. And um, she's very scary and has orange eyes. Uh, and she's like, ooh, I sense you're on a pleasure trip, but you're in grave danger. <laughs> what danger? Evil from the world of the undead. And um, they're like, uh-oh. Yeah. The castle... 
Our werewolves undead. She's like, the castle caretaker just ran away in fear. <laughs> like Nariko. <laughs> I saw him go past my shop. Yeah, and they're just like, well, let's go. And it's like, but the caretaker isn't there. So that's just breaking in. Yeah. Uh, but that never really stops them. And they're like, oh, what about the werewolves? And the moon is full. Mm-hmm. It's very atmospheric. They get to the castle and there's lightning flashing, even though there's not a cloud in the sky. Um, and there's a vampire. <laughs> there's a vampire on the other side of the drawbridge yeah. and he tells them to fuck off. And yeah. Velma's like, no, you stop that. Yeah. <laughs> Just do a vampire. Yeah. And she gets on the drawbridge and he ramps it up. So she ends up on the uh, castle side while the drawbridge mm. is up. That's Daphne. That's what I meant to say. I yeah. even wrote Velma and then crossed it out and put Daphne. <laughs> it's danger-prone Daphne. danger-prone Daphne. Drawbridge-prone Daphne. Drawbridge-danger-prone Daphne ends up on the castle side as the drawbridge is levered upwards. So what's interesting about that is that the vampire is gone. He's, like, turned into a bat and fucked off. Yeah. And she's on the other side. And then it's not the vampire that turns up. It's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Um, and he's like going Rrr. and he starts chasing her until Fred on the other side of the castle makes mm. a plan yeah he uh, he makes a lasso which he's really good at so I guess he does have some uses <laughs> but it feeds into my idea that he is a freak <laughs> and he is hated by all mm-hmm. and he does like a little lasso lasso's like a gargoyle and pulls them, uh, pulls them yeah. across um, I think it's just Shaggy and Scooby that Yeah, Shag- Shaggy and Scooby with. end up on the other side and they're like, oh, we'll open the drawbridge. Yeah. Um, and then they, more chasing happens. Mm. There's like a then... crank for the drawbridge. Yeah. And Shaggy has it. Yeah, he has the crank for the drawbridge and then the Frankenstein's monster starts chasing them. Um, so he's like, oh, I've got to go help Scooby. So he just gives the crank to a werewolf and is like, hold this for me, would you? <laughs> like a dumbass. Uh, and then they both go running off and then the werewolf is uh, tripped over by a suit of armor and then the suit of armor opens and it's Scooby. Got him. Um, and then they decide to hide. So Scooby hides in the piano and Shaggy hides on like the window ledge with the curtains closed. Mm-hmm. And then we have another... I like the series continuity. There is actually not bad continuity. No, because Shaggy in this episode throws his voice like yeah, he did in... He Bre- says, time for a little ventriloquism. Yeah, and then he throws his voice to freak out the wolfman, which works. Yeah, he's another of his skills, as we know from... What the Hex is going on. Mm. That one. Yeah, as we know from What the Hex is going on, he does have the ability to throw his voice, and mm-hmm. again, he does this. Throwing Sorry. it into different suits of armor and really freaking out the werewolf. Again, mm. they have all the power here. Yeah. <laughs> They're just extremely powerful. Shaggy yeah. and Scooby can do so much. There isn't also in this series, there's, unlike like Mystery Incorporated later, there's like not a lot of threat from these guys. Like I'd no. say the, the clown was a bit of a threat. Mm. and the guy the puppet master because he was dropping stuff but most of the villains are just like chase them they chase them with and no real intention yeah of... there's no idea what's gonna happen once they catch them yeah <laughs> until the mummy one which is really funny yeah <laughs> can't wait that's the next one yeah so he throws his voice freaks out the werewolf and then they trap him in a chandelier yeah and they nearly axe Scooby with an axe at one point <laughs> yeah um then they run off to get the rest of the gang, just leaving yeah. him there, which we were like, meanwhile, don't do that. Meanwhile, we go to the smug trio. It's Fred and Velma. Daphne's not there yet. Smug duo. Uh, some of them <laughs> are... In a dining hall. Yeah, and there's a vampire and he's laughing at them and saying their spirit will be in the house forever. 
Uh, and then glasses. Yeah, I think they're all they're all together because they all end up split up because Velma's glasses fall off. So she of course becomes the freak she does when she doesn't have glasses, and she nearly crawls into the fireplace. But then the fireplace lifts up, and she ends up in like a secret tunnel instead, which means Fred can't find her, which is upsetting. <laughs> and then meanwhile, S and S are in a, in the pantry. They're like, at- check the fridge. <laughs> um, looking for food. Yeah. First of all, they open the oh. fridge, and there's pickled vampire wings. Oh yeah. Uh, fried moonbeams. Mm-hmm. And something else which I didn't have time to write down. Werewolf treats something to, or something. No, that's the moonbeams. It's like oh. um, something to do with Frankenstein. Oh, okay. I thought the moonbeams were Frankenstein's thing. No, oh. it's a werewolf. They eat moonbeams. Oh shit! Yeah, that does make sense. Because of, of the moon. Because it's the moon. <laughs> I think I'd have caught um, that. Yeah, but they can't find anything delicious, and they're like, "What else could there be?" But then the Frankenstein man comes in there, and uh, they accidentally cover him in flour. Because he opens the pantry and the flower falls on him and he's covered in flour, which is a classic trick. Classic Scooby-Doo. Um. Uh, Velma <laughs> crawls into the dungeon. Velma stumbles into a torture room and calls it a playroom. She says, this must be the playroom. There's so many interesting toys, which... <laughs> <laughs> the it implication. Was, yeah. That was a, an was interesting hot. thing it to see. I've seen, I've seen fan fiction of that. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. yeah. It was it was a very yeah, they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh and then it just cuts back and Scooby and Shaggy, I think, are in also end up in this torture room. And they're like, Oh my god, it's an old skeleton. Don't worry, it's old, it can't hurt us now. But it's like a, it's a skeleton. It's a dead dude. It's a dead person. They're really calm about it. Yeah. Just like they always are with dead, dead people. people. <laughs> they don't understand they're way death more afraid yet. of people wearing cloaks. <laughs> than they are of actual dead, dead bodies. bodies. Yeah. Which I guess the dead bodies probably won't hurt them in the same way as the alive people will. They have no conception of mortality. No. Well, <laughs> they, they can't die, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Iron Maiden watches them when they come in. Like, yeah. the eyes on the like casket thing of it, just yeah. like following them, that's not explained. Um, Thelma's <laughs> like, Scooby, do you have my spare glasses? And he gives gives her the spare yeah. glasses which is actually a very good idea yeah and she gives him a Scooby snack Daphne's in the dungeon Daphne's in the dungeon uh, Velma, Shaggy and Scooby are followed by Dracula as they try and save her and I say followed they're kind of like trying to get her out of the dungeon and then the vampire's just like sneaking up on them with yeah. his hands like out in front out of him out to push them palms like facing them for, for ages for meters He's like 20 meters away and his hands are already out to push them. <laughs> Just because they didn't want to waste the money on putting his hands down for this animation. No. Uh, they're trying to pull Daphne up on a rope from the dungeon because it's like a hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. But they notice him and he just walks forward because, <laughs> what well, I don't know. Why um, hide? Yeah. <laughs> He's just walking forward and they grab a rope and Scooby wraps him up in the rope and knocks him over. Mm. And then... Um, they pull up Daphne and then the vampire's pulled into the dungeon. And I've written, where's Fred? And then the next note is, they find Fred! Yeah, where is he? I don't know. Fred's around. Um, <laughs> they end up in a secret passageway. Mm. And Velma says, I can hardly see, even with my glasses. Which is very clever. Daphne said when she was in the dungeon, she, she found, found a clue. A clue from 1668. Mm. And it was a note. And it says something about finding the treasure and then they'll be as rich as King Tut. Okay. 1668. 
No idea who King Tut is. Did they even have a concept of ancient Egypt? I guess they did because of the pyramids. Concept and stuff. of ancient Egypt, but no concept but of mummification. King Tut is not. He's not a massive pharaoh. His name really isn't on much stuff, and they didn't have any concept of him being rich. Wasn't found until like the eighteen hundreds. Um, and the only reason he's like as renowned as he is is because the curse, isn't it? No, it's because his tomb was the only one that hadn't been robbed by grave robbers uh. that they ever found. There's a few with other stuff, but he's got like the most grave goods they've ever found. Oh, lovely. Um, not because he was rich, but just because it was hard to find. Yeah. So, inaccurate whoever wrote that on the wall. <laughs> Check your facts, graffiti man. Um, um, there's like a Scooby and Shaggy are in a creepy room because it's time for some hijinks and there's like a man made of wire with a blanket over him and they're like jerk the uh the blanket off so they do that they're just hanging around doing weird shit they're like in a lab scooby and shaggy making chemicals they're like they, yeah, he's like i'm gonna make a d werewolf potion and it's like what and he starts putting all these different chemicals together and it glows and it's all bubbling and, and we're he, like, oh, he's made acid. And yeah. then the, the werewolf comes in, he throws it, and it turns out they've made a bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It explodes on impact with the werewolf. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is terrifying. Yeah. And then he's like, huh. Like, Shaggy has just seen this werewolf, and he's like, okay, let's continue messing around. So yeah. they're on this operating table and he goes to Scooby, you make a great monster and I make a great mad professor. I'll operate. And he ties him to like an operating table. Uh, but then suddenly the Franken monster appears and starts to chase them. Uh, mm. But Scooby's still strapped to the table. Yeah, it's like Frankenstein arrives and in a way saves Scooby from unnecessary surgery. <laughs> <laughs> what was oh, he going to do? This is something you realise at this point. This mm. episode hasn't had a studio audience in it. Mm. No laugh track. No, no laugh track in this episode. It was very serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gang meets back up. And then Fred's like, let's go to the crypt. The Franken family crypt. Mm. Yes. And weirdly... They don't know what a crypt is. One of... Yeah. Which is odd because they've visited at least three at this yeah, point. Yeah, so like, what's a crypt? It's like a grave. Oh, I don't want to go to a grave, says Scooby. But then you'll be here all on your own, they say. And he's like, oh, I'm coming with you guys. <laughs> Coward. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up in the Franken crypt from 1668. They open uh, the coffin of Franken. Yeah. Uh, and the vampires inside. The vampires in there, so they all run. Scooby and Shaggy hide under a tapestry. Mm. Yeah, well, I've written down they've been very functional this episode. Yeah, and they're That's like, they have we'll, the past too. They're like, we'll use the tapestry as a trap. So they throw the tapestry on the vampire, and he just keeps fucking running. Uh, he runs into the coffin and disappears, which presumably the coffin is a tra- uh, tunnel. Yeah, this is never elaborated on. But he leaves behind a ruby, a diamond, and a gold earring, mm. and they realize that. The treasure was sewn into the back of the tapestry, which is very clever. And they recognize the gold earring is like the one the fortune teller was wearing. So they go back to the fortune teller. Yeah, they find the fortune teller and she turns out to be the vampire. Yeah, she's um, she's there and she's like, oh, you're back. And then Scooby tries to run off with the tapestry because he's found it. Yeah. And then um, she's like, give that back. And she's just the vampire. And fine, why was she the fortune teller? Very confusing. And it was actually kind of obvious because they both have orange eyes. Yeah. So we should have seen it coming. Um, we weren't even speculating. We were just confused. Yeah. The end... <laughs> So the police come, yep. luckily. I've, yep. I've, um, and they ask, as they did in the last episode, 
who this guy is, the vampire that they've unmasked. Yeah. Who, by the way, was also the werewolf in Frankenstein. Yeah, they were all the, the same. Teller. He was very fast. Very quick costume changes. Yeah. And the policeman says, this is Big Bob Oakley, master of disguise, wanted in seven states for stealing jewels. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay. All right. Good. And as they arrest them, he says, and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you blasted kids and your dog. And it's the first one. And it's the first one. It's the and first one this we've is had. the first one. This man invented it. Thank you, Big Bob Oakley, <laughs> for a wonderful catchphrase. <laughs> Thank you. What a, it's Very such a, much. I really love those endings where it's just yeah. some random criminal. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, and uh, it ends with Scooby. He's just eating a sandwich because mm. he's they've realised the vampire bat's just a bat like a fake one on a wire and Scooby flies down on the wire and steals Shaggy's sandwich because he remains the worst <laughs> and he goes Scooby Dooby Doo and it ends and it's very like it's a, a very traditional good episode. episode I liked it yeah no it was good a bit weird but in a good way yeah yeah it was a lot of hijinks there wasn't mm. a lot of clues really but that's okay yeah they always feel like fever dreams. I don't know what it is yeah, about these episodes. We watched these yesterday. Yeah. They're so fuzzy in my mind. If we, <laughs> we didn't have drunk. notes, I'd have been like... I've been drinking. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's also true. I couldn't but... even remember what happened in them all. I was like, <laughs> which episodes did we watch? Um, episode 12. 12. Scooby-Doo and a mummy too. Amazing. So we open on the Department of Archaeology. Yeah, we, we freaked out here. Because cause we do archaeology, <laughs> but it was spelt wrong. <laughs> Which, although apparently isn't that like an American way uh, of spelling Yeah, potentially, because we use the AE. Yeah, and they don't use AE because simplification, I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, it was spelled wrong and we were upset. Um, and it is nighttime in this department of archaeology. The gang seemed to be doing like work experience in the museum. I wasn't sure what they were doing. They, exactly. They're having like the perfect, like a sleepover in perfect the, in time the for cur- a curator's tour at like midnight. Mm. And they're having like a talk from a guy who's there like, this is the mummy of Anka. Um, feared ruler of Egypt 3,000 3, years, years old. ago. Yeah. Which... <clears throat> First of all, <laughs> Anka, that's not a fucking Egyptian name, and that's a woman's name if it was. Uh, yeah, Ankum, wouldn't Second it? of all, yeah, it'd be, um, yeah, Ankun, mm. or Anka Man. Yeah. They named that. Then... <laughs> There's a way that their kings were named, okay? <laughs> Listen, um, <laughs> An- Ankanatan. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just a fun joke for all you history people out there. Uh, also, three thousand years ago, there were pharaohs, I think. The so- yeah. but whether their sarcophagi looked like that. Yeah, they would. That would have been like New Kingdom, and I don't think this Middle Kingdom they period. Would have been very like there. Maybe it's very late Egypt, three thousand years ago, because that'd be like one thousand BC ish. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This is a Scooby Doo podcast. <laughs> Check out our ancient history podcast. We don't have one yet. Um, yeah, and it's been brought. This mummy has been brought here by Doctor Najib, and he warns them that there is a curse that the mummy will turn people to stone if it's removed from its sarcophagus. Mm. And you can tell Doctor Najib is evil because he's got a mustache and is. And also he speaks like a creepy person, e.g. someone who's not American. Yeah. <laughs> he's a foreigner. I think he's... Is he Egyptian? 
Uh, it's implied, I guess. I think he the is. mummy's Egyptian, and he's the one who brought it to yeah. them or something. So yeah, yeah, I think he's he's Egyptian. Yeah. They don't. Um, he's he's portrayed as very sneaky, and we're sort of watching it like, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. interesting <laughs> racial coding. Um, the last track is back. The last track is back. I was really sad, but mm. it's fine. Shaggy's looking around at all the exhibits and he picks up a, a, a coin s- a coin with a scarab beetle mm. on it and the professor says oh that's an archaeological mystery I'm trying to solve so Chekhov's gun <laughs> uh, he sends them off to go get sandwiches for them all yep. because they've got a long night of whatever the fuck they're doing ahead of them that's why I think it's work experience but they've shown absolutely nothing from their school until this episode yeah and they, they say it's a high school, but I don't know that high schools have archaeology departments. Very. That seems like a college thing. Yeah. So, confusing, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it must be the evening rather than nighttime, yeah. because the sandwich place is open. Uh, like the or diner. Or it's just how everything Or it functions. might be like a 24-hour diner or something. Yeah. I don't know. They go to the diner. Um, Shaggy tries it's to... It's a malt place. Yeah. The sandwiches they get are... Uh, just... Is it like liverwurst? Like yeah, it's, it's li- liverwurst. liverwurst and ice cream. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Shaggy then goes to pay for the sandwiches and he pulls the scarab beetle coin out of his pocket, which made me want to vomit. <laughs> yeah, as archaeologists, he just <laughs> he just stole the find. <laughs> like a very good find as well. Gold yeah. coins are quite rare when they're intact. Yeah, especially I don't know the monetary system of Egypt really, but still wrong bad <laughs> put back shaggy uh, meanwhile back at the uh, archaeology department mm. uh, the professor who have we mentioned him this is the guy that they're doing the yeah he's the one who was telling the them one to who, get sandwiches yeah, and, like, the one who they're doing the thing the with he's reading a reading a book doing some research and then he hears a noise goes out and the mummy is gone the curse has been unleashed a window is smashed and yeah. he's like <gasps> yeah a window smashes and there's a man in there the gang gets back, and he has been turned to stone. So and, uh, Shaggy, Shaggy refers to it as fourteen carat stone, which I guess is a joke. I, <laughs> the audience laughs. I should. It's good. <laughs> we were confused. Yeah, and the mummy is gone, and uh, they see that there's a hole in the glass, and they're like, "Ooh, the mummy must have left that way." But then Velma does some actual detective work. Yeah. Because she's like, no, guys, the glass is on the inside of the mm-hmm. room, not the outside. So he, the mummy didn't break out. Someone broke in. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. The, I swear the door was just unlocked, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy, yeah. Scooby, and Velma try to find the mummy, which they do a very poor job they of. They make noise with Velma to try and draw the mummy out. Yeah. Uh, but, well, Velma tells them off for making so much noise. Yeah, and then they're like, "Okay, we'll put all our stuff that's making noise into this broom closet." Yeah, and then they do the thing of like opening the broom closet and handing Hand it, it to, to the, the mummy who's, who's in the closet for some reason. He's gay. <laughs> <laughs> A prime joke, <laughs> fresh and delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, Shaggy hands the broom to the mummy and says, "Zoinks!" Uh, and they run away from the mummy mm. and dress up as exhibits mm. in the archaeology department yeah very confusing is it also a museum i guess i think it seems so. to be they've got like dioramas not how archaeology works okay um <laughs> they're, yeah they're dressed as like i don't know velma's got a mustache and it's making her sneeze oh my god scooby's hiding I- in a jar yeah before we before we get to that 
the whole Velma's sneeze thing. Mm. Oh, she hasn't sneezed yet, though. Okay. Scooby's in a jar. Uh, the mummy is trying to find which jar he's in, and he smashes the jar. That's an artifact. Excuse me. <laughs> um, and he's gonna gonna catch Scooby until Velma suddenly sneezes. And I don't know if you want to do an impression of the sneeze. I don't think I want to recording myself on that. Okay. That Basically, she does she does the ah before you sneeze thing, but in a very sexual way, as if she's about to orgasm. And it's uh, very hard. Uh, uh, chew! It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the lead up to an orgasm, but rather than orgasm, she sneezes. And it wasn't Thanks, just Scooby Doo. We all thought that as well. Everybody watched Everyone it. Everyone just was, was like, like, oh. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, I haven't decided what I'm putting at the end yet. Maybe I'll put that one. The, the mummy chases them. And, then, and as it's about to catch them when they get to a door, when you're like, mm, what will it actually do if it catches them? Uh, Velma's just like shoo shoo go away and it just stops about a few meters away from them and puts out his hand and is like coin coin <laughs> so and instead of giving him the coin that they stole yeah um, they get Scooby to attack the mummy in various comical ways until he dances away yeah basically Scooby grabs the, soup, the Scooby snacks box eats all of them <laughs> Uh, punches the mummy. The mummy is apparently super <laughs> Yeah, he punches the mummy really hard, but the mummy appears to be made of stone or iron or something because his hand really hurts. And yeah. then he runs off and puts on like a karate outfit and then tries to like karate attack it to death. Mm. But that doesn't work. He's still made of steel, so he gets like a cane and a top hat and he like Dances does a little away. jazzy dance past the mummy and hides. And they're like, did Scooby just leave us? And Shaggy's like, well, at least he did it in style. He danced up and deserted us. (laughs) The mummy keeps being like, coin, coin. And they're like, well, I guess we have to give him a coin. But then Scooby appears and nails nails his bandages to the floor. Mm. And they're like, haha, Scooby didn't desert us after all. (laughs) Uh, But then the mummy just sort of rips the bandages and runs off when they go to get the others. Daphne and Velma are following the mummy footprint and then they find Dr. Najib. It's Najib's car and he's in it and he's stone. He's turned to stone. Meanwhile, Velma's examining the uh, bandage that was left behind by where it's been nailed and she's like, this doesn't feel 3,000 years old. Uh, so they take it to the lab to see how old it, it is. They take it to their school lab. Yeah. Which they, I guess, break into, given it's like one in the morning. I looking guess like. so. Um, it's interesting, though, that we see them in a school, although really it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she can carbon date stuff. Yeah, I so guess. she can carbon date. <laughs> She's got really high-level carbon dating, which is impressive. She puts it in and realizes it's kind of new. What about, so they're in the lab, and I've written Scooby drinks piss and turns into a frog. Yeah, Scooby just fucking drinks some weird chemicals and then his head turns into a frog. But it's implied he's hallucinating because then it sort of clears and goes all fuzzy and he's Mm. back to Scooby. But it's a bit of a weird departure. Yeah. Uh, And then the mummy comes and Velma's like, smoke screen and throws some (laughs) chemicals. Like, creates like a smoke screen and they disappear. Um, But Scooby is caught by the mummy. And they run out the back window. Yeah. And when they get there... They find Scooby and he's been turned to stone. And Shaggy is convinced that his dog and maybe best friend has just died. Yeah, he's just like holding him and weeping. Um, and then Scooby shows up and says, I'll never see his hungry eyes again. <laughs> but then Scooby comes out of the bushes and Shaggy's yeah. like, Scooby, look, you've died. And Scooby's like, oh no. And, and then, then they both, both hug the statue yeah. and it's 
vaguely comical. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they're like, okay, so what oh, he now? he was trapped in a crate, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not in the bushes. Yeah, the they, they find some concrete and realise... There's like um, cement and moulds, and they realise yeah. that he's been making moulds of people and that's how he's been turning them to stone, which yeah. is very quick. Stone. Yeah. Well, they're trying to work out why the mummy is after the coin. Yeah, they look for clues, and then the coin... They figure out that the coin seems to be part of a puzzle door on, yeah. on a hippo. Like on a hippo statue, yeah. Mm. Um, danger prone Daphne turned on the power source. Okay, saw. yeah, so they found this information and now they're in this craft room where all the statues and stuff have been made. And uh, they're like, quick, Daphne, turn off the lights. But rather than turning off the lights, she flicks another switch and a power saw turns on. This is apparently an unstoppable power saw that isn't connected to anything, but it's impossible to stop and avoid, and it's also heat seeking. <laughs> because it, it, it has starts, the power to chase them. It starts like power sawing around them in a big circle, and the whole floor like drops into the down into the one below which is a swimming pool and yeah they go danger prone Daphne turned on the power saw <laughs> uh, and when they're in the water they're like floating along and the power saw is still chasing them through the pool mm. uh, but they jump off and it soars through them and then hits the wall and it, it explodes mm. yeah so Shaggy goes I'm tired still and my feet are killing me all four of them and he looks down and he's just like between the mummy's legs <laughs> it's very erotic um mm, little little strip tease. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the mummies they, they run into a shack. Mm. Shaggy and Scooby, and the mummy starts bricking them in. Yeah. Which is which is he does it very quickly. Yeah, he's just very, very quickly he's uh, very good at putting it. a brick wall in front of the door. And then they turn around and they find the professor tied up, just mm-hmm. like sat there. And they're like, oh, he's been kidnapped and yeah. someone made a cast of him and he's not stone. And then instead of like untying him, they're like, we'll be back for you soon. And then they put his gag back on. <laughs> yeah, they were going to talk to him. And they just put the gag back on him. They don't try and untie him or anything. No. Uh, they decide to escape through the back of the shed using a lawnmower. Mm. So uh, the lawnmower goes through the shed wall and the mummy ends up on the lawnmower. And it's hilarious. And the, it, like, crashes and they're all on the floor and stuff. Yeah. I've written Scooby Dunks on the mummy. Yeah, they end up on a trampoline sort of thing because they're in the gym and trampolines uh. are always there. And um, <laughs> the mummy bounces off the trampoline and ends up in the basketball net. Mm-hmm. They got him. It's good. And? <gasps> Who could it be? They unwind the bandages. And, and it's Dr. Najib. What a bastard. <laughs> uh, he wants the coin so he can open the mouth of the hippo. Revealing a diamond scarab beetle. Yeah. And then they like turn around in the museum. So they've just they've just opened up the hippo artifact. Yeah. They found the diamond scarab. They turn around. And the mummy, like the actual it's mummy. It's just fucking on the floor. It's just been sat in like some reeds. Yeah. The entire time. I'm just there. And they're like, oh there's the mummy <laughs> and it starts making scary noises but it's just Scooby in the bushes it's just Scooby next to it like it always fucking is <laughs> I don't know why any of them fall for this yeah and then the episode ends and none of them learn anything about archaeology no I hope Shaggy gave that coin back I hope they don't like just take the scarab like the, the diamond yeah. one that's in the hippo statue concerning yeah guys Hand in your artifacts. <laughs> okay, what did you think? I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Though the four episodes in general are very good. I like yeah, the, they the were middle all... two are my favourite. Uh, I really liked the puppet one. The first one. Yeah, just because yeah. it, was it was good. weird. They were all good. It was a good four episodes, yeah. I think. This, uh, they got some fresh ideas in these. I feel like maybe later series run out of ideas and have to mm. keep recycling them. But these are like fresh, fresh off the bat. Yeah, yeah, these are good. All of a mummy story. They're all fun. And actually, um, series one of Scooby Doo, where are you? Mm. Uh, there's only five more episodes left. Woo. So we'll try and get through all five next week. Yeah. Uh, and then we can go on to season two, which Woo. is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> see what's see what changed. See what's cooking. See what's going on. Yeah. Mm. Those were good. I like those. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Which brings us. Uh oh. Regrettably. Uh oh. To fan fiction adventures. Fan fiction corner or something. We don't have a name for this segment. So last week, yeah, I went on archive of our own. Yeah. The sort of top tier level. The the creme de la creme. Creme de la creme. Of fan activity. Yes. This week I went on fanfic.net. It's like bottom thirteen year olds and people who got kicked off AO3. Yeah. So <laughs> needless to say, the things I found were not good. Okay. And um, incredibly more disturbing than what I found on <laughs> Really? Because I thought fanfiction.net like, booted off all their explicit fanfiction. Yes. Which the, is why they the, created AO3. The efficacy of that ban is not very good. Okay. The, the, there were so many. And to be fair, I was there like looking for it. Like I filtered yeah, 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 with yeah. their like, with mature the tag. Yeah. We know that game. But my god. Okay, lay it on me. I need and to. And I regret this already. <laughs> Right. So the first one I found was called Scooby Doo and the Murder Mystery. Love it. Um, That's a bit obvious, isn't it? Just Scooby Doo and a mystery. Just a little. And what interested me about this is that it was look looks grammatically like in and in, in terms of spelling like it was written by a thirteen year old. Okay. Or someone with someone younger. Yeah. But the picture for the fan fiction was the main character from A Clockwork Orange. Okay. Who, by the way, doesn't factor into the story. Was it their profile picture? Um, no. It okay. was just like the one for the thing, I think. Okay. Um, it could have been. I don't know how fanfic on it works. Yeah. So the gang's on their way to Disney World mm, in the okay. van. And it's got one of those, it's one of those ones where there's like an established kind of relationship between Fred and Daphne, or it looks like there's going to be. Okay, so um, Mystery Incorporated-esque. So he's like, he looks at her, there's like a whole interaction. And then the narrator says, Fred liked her a lot and dreamed of having her in his bed, but she was a virgin and wanted to stay that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is interesting. Straight out the gate, more than I want to know. Um, <laughs> they keep driving. And then, like, apropos nothing, Fred gets shot. <laughs> By who? <laughs> By who? By, we find out later. Oh, is that the mystery? Yeah. Does he die? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Fred gets shot. They should have called it Fred gets shot. Um, Fred says fuck. Fred gets shot. <laughs> and then, like, they're all trying to fight off the guy who killed him. Mm. And then another random guy drives up, killing the man who killed Fred. Okay. He then checks there Fred's... There are layers to this. Yeah. The, he then checks Fred's heartbeat and says, oh, fuck. Come on, we've got to go. <laughs> and the gang's like, okay. Okay. Um, a nice quote from Velma is, it's strange. One minute you're hitchhiking, the next some lunatic kills one of your longtime friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, That's 
That sounds like good. Yeah. The, the next. Oh, it's so not. There's, there's three chapters. It's very incomplete. Okay. Um, it's each very sad. Each chapter is like three paragraphs, if that. Um, oh wow. They're not really paragraphs so either. So who's the man? Who's the man? The man is called Frank. Frank. Because the next chapter is called His Name Is Frank, and then the first. Oh, is this what you were referring to yes. in that tweet? Okay. Um, because <laughs> the next line from chapter two, which is called his name is Frank yeah. is Frank colon like it's written not in speech marks in like stage directions almost mm. and so it's like Frank my name is Frank and it's like hmm Frank Ex- exposition is Frank a man we know is nope. he from something nope okay hi Frank Frank tells them that the guy who shot Fred was an assassin and apparently he's after them all and then he's there, like I Why? have to go find my girlfriend just in case he kills her not really seeming to clock that he's already shot this guy Okay. Um, but it's implied that this man who shot Fred is from like an assassins group. Oh, okay. So they're all after them. They're all after them. Did they? Is it one of their enemies they've made in the past? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, I, we don't know because it cuts off after chapter no! three. Um, and so whilst they were in the van on the way, Daphne had like rubbed Fred's leg, which is why he was there. Like, oh. she was like, "No, I want to be a virgin." Okay. <laughs> And then she's talking to Shaggy that night in the um, a motel that they're staying in. Mm. And she's like, everyone thinks I loved Fred, but I didn't. And I know he loved me. I only loved him in a brotherly way. And Shaggy's like, but you're always rubbing his leg. And she's like... <laughs> and rubbing his leg in a brotherly way. <laughs> yeah, basically. And concerningly, she's like, um, no, it's just something my mother used to do to comfort me. I thought it was, like, familial. Okay. Which, can, you know... All right. Fine. Concerning. And then um, parents do worse. And then Velma overhears this conversation and sees Daphne kind of warming up to Shaggy. Mm. And she thinks first she rubs oh. Fred's leg and then she flirts with Shaggy, that whore. Oh my god! <laughs> Again, it's written like it's from a 13 year old, yeah. which the language is worrying. Uh. Um, then later she calls Dad. This is chapter three now. Alright. <laughs> love that then she calls Daphne a whore which makes Daphne upset so Shaggy yeah. goes to comfort her it's all a ploy but then before before anything can happen a car pulls up and starts shooting at them another car another car okay oh no and then yeah they that, should be more worried about the assassins and then the, the fan fiction ends so I don't know if they die or not that's sad <laughs> it's <laughs> I wanna I wanna know what happens it was I wanna know what happens so I, f- I just want to read these excerpts from another fanfiction I found called Mystery Bang. Mystery Bang. Which, I'm already horrified. Which is not sexual. Oh. It's just weird. Okay. So it's basically Scooby-Doo, who's like chained, his paws are chained to his collar. It's like implied that he's in a mental hospital. <laughs> talking to his psychiatrist and it's done like um scooby psychiatrist yeah like an animal psychiatrist oh no like a human psychiatrist okay um it's it's really weird he, it, basically it's scooby describing like one of the mysteries they went on to the psychiatrist that all went like wrong but scooby seems like to have a debilitating scooby snacks addiction oh my god <laughs> so much so that it will drive him to kill Oh my god! <laughs> Does he kill Shaggy? So, um, so this is one of the passages from it. Scooby says to his psychiatrist, mm, 
As we walked into the dark and I was sure that we were out of the gang sight, I pushed Shaggy against the wall and put the revolver to the side of my jaw and said, look, Shaggy, don't ever talk to me like that and question me in front of the gang again. Oh they don't God. even like you. Oh <laughs> they only invite you because they think you own me, but I own you. Don't oh you ever God. fucking forget that. <laughs> oh yeah, and the Scooby Snacks, they're mine. And then Shaggy says, but like, Scooby, we're friends. Can't we share? What? And then Scooby says, sure, Shaggy, I will take all the Scooby snacks and you can lick the crumbs that are left off my paws. But that's all you're going to get. Now let's get on with this bullshit. (laughs) The psychiatrist... And the psychiatrist does says, he, "Does he does he still talk like Scooby, or does he just talk like he's, enunci- he's not written like he's he talking like Scooby?" But if you imagine me like, "All right, Raggy, <laughs> I wear <laughs> fucking Scooby snacks. I wrong you." The psychiatrist, oh, the psychiatrist asks, "And what made you threaten Shaggy like that, Scooby?" And he says, "I treat Shaggy how he deserves to be treated, like a dog." <laughs> But aren't you a dog, Scooby? Mm. If my paws weren't chained to my collar, I would take the wheels off your bus and kill you for saying that. <laughs> okay, so this is a genius. It is. <laughs> okay. This is amazing. So he kills Shaggy. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, he does. And okay. then this is a this is a slightly further down in the conversation. I just thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> this is Scooby again. I pistol whipped to Velma and shot myself in the pool. <laughs> As Daphne went to care for Velma, I threw the gun beside her and ran for the mystery machine. I saw Fred inside and told him that Daphne had killed Shaggy, knocked out Velma and tried to kill me too. Oh my god, they are sick. I thought they were on Scooby Snacks. She's really trying to kill them, Fred said as he hurried into the tunnels. And the psychiatrist is like, you know, Scooby, I've listened to a lot of sick shit but this. <laughs> and then, this is the last, last part of this one. Okay. I mean, it goes on, but... I um, send it Scooby saying, hmm... As Fred ran into the tunnels, I heard him screaming in disbelief at Daphne. It wasn't me, exclaimed Daphne as she stepped away from Velma's limp body with blood on her hands. You don't understand, she said as she picked up the gun from the ground. See, it was Scooby. It really was you, said Fred. You killed Shaggy and Velma tried to kill Scooby and now you're going to kill me. Daphne protested that it wasn't her, but Fred wouldn't listen. Fred, scared for his life, tackled Daphne and strangled her to death. Oh my god! And then at the end of this, uh huh, Scooby like jumps out of the window. What? And kills himself? I guess. Alright. How. <laughs> oh, why? It's my. There's not even. I don't know how to respond to that no, one. No! Especially. It's quite That's hard. amazing. It is amazing. But also, what the fuck? Yeah. So there were a couple of like little ones. Like I found one with the Foo Fighters and the Scooby Gang. I found a poem about how Luigi and Scooby Doo are the same but also different. I found uh, one where Shaggy and Scooby, because of course there's one with Shaggy and Scooby fucking. Yes. Um, and lastly, my least favorite and one that I never hope to read again: Scooby Doo and the Trip of Lust. Scooby <laughs> Doo and the Trip of Lust. So okay, the spelling in this is abysmal. Love it. It's so inconsistent. Mm. Um, which makes me think it's written by a kid, but I yeah. really, really hope not. Oh. Probably I, like 14 year old. I would like for that. it to be written by someone with no spell check and limited English. Possibly. It gets very explicit. Oh no. And in a bad way. Oh, um, oh no. 
So the gang, I'm not going to talk about this one too much because it was horrible, but there's, they're on Jamaica Island, home of Bob Marley. <laughs> Jamaica? Like Jamaica. Yeah. But it's all spelled. They spell Jamaica Jam- wrong Jamaica. every single time. Okay. Um, so they're there, oh, they're quote, they're there to party and see cleavages of women. All of them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can see cleavages like everywhere. Yeah. You don't have to go to Jamaica to see cleavage, but... I'm not gonna hash their buzz. There's, I think, I'm. I'm not gonna talk about what goes on in this one. But there's a point where Daphne, it's said that she's had two abortions, <laughs> and then I don't think the person who wrote this has any grasp on how like that works because Daphne said she wasn't sure if they were Freds because he'd slept with so many women and it's like but Daphne if you only sleep with Fred then they're his when you sleep with a woman you harvest her eggs (laughs) into your body and then you shoot them out of you back into another person so if you sleep with a lot of women it might not even be their baby Mm, exactly yeah (laughs) <laughs> and then later in the fan fiction it goes on to call Fred impotent so I don't think they know so what that means either not Fred's what, what else happens in this Um, they just drive and then they get like caught by a gang or something but then they get away and the gang's like you meddling kids but it's very sexually explicit the entire way through like with the gang the whole gang what with each other yep <laughs> like with Scoop yep <laughs> There's a there's, a, there's a, I, which it might be a joke because there's a point where it says Daphne grabbed an issue of Playgirl starring Steve Buscemi. Yeah, no, that sounds <laughs> that sounds like someone who's pulling something. Yeah, I hope it's a joke. It had 176 reviews, unsurprisingly, were because people positive? were all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> um, that's basically that for that one. There were two others I liked to see, and that was Velma meeting Edgar Allan Poe and Naruto and the gang. Which I thought I was, that. that's nice. I like the idea of Naruto just being he was the, just gang. the gang member. Or his son, Buruto. Buruto. <laughs> Buruto, my favourite character. Yeah. Um, so that's that's fanfic corner for this week. Wow, that next, was horrifying. Thank next you. week I'll try Wattpad and see if there's yeah, anything I've on there. Yeah, I've got Wattpad and Live Journal. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I look forward to it, but also I dread it. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's everything. That's today. Yeah, that's, that's today. That's this episode. That's a podcast. <laughs> that's a podcast. That's a podcast. What we just did. That's a podcast. Uh huh. Okay. So this has been Fred says fuck, mm-hmm. and I am your host Charlotte. I'm your host Lucy. Stay groovy. Woo. There's someone inside. A watchman or a doorman, most likely. Look, he's working a puppet. You're very good. Are you a puppet master? Oh, my, no. I just fiddle with him as a hobby. You're okay with me, pup. <laughs> <laughs>